If I put the seat up to urinate and then put it down after I'm done, at your request, that is two seat repetitions per urinary event. This summer I made a video about how 50-50 men are abusive. This video is my entire point. 50-50 men, men who are the type to send a Venmo request for $30 and some change. These men are petty as fuck. And if you date a man like this, this video is a glimpse into your future. You will spend your whole life arguing about dumb ass shit. I, I think I was gonna give her the same like 10% benefit of the doubt of being like, men often say 50-50, but what they actually mean is, so we need to be 50-50 financially, but every other aspect of the relationship, you still need to carry that <laughs> lopsided load that you've been having. So I can understand where she's coming from if that's what she's, yeah. if that's part of what she's talking about. Because when yeah. men say 50-50, they're talking about, they're not saying, they're talking hey, about rent. They're talking, they're talking about, about rent bills. That's what rent. they're talking about. They're talking about rent. Yeah, they're talking about rent. They're talking about dinners and shit like that. So they're not going, you know what? I think we should have a 50-50 relationship. And by that, I mean, I'll start doing more dishes. That's, that's not what niggas mean. So I could see that. But a nigga can say both. Let's split these dishes and these bills. I feel like that's a, that's a common stance. That's so. a red flag. <laughs> It's a red flag. So the shit that used to fuck us up back in the day was again um, drinking to get drunk. So you drink to get drunk, and then you you get like a vivance. So it's like you yeah. you're alert and you're norm you're normal seeming, but you still have your kind of drunk boy swag, kind of confidence, kind of bullshit going on. Oh man, that, that's a dangerous spot to be in because you're just gonna keep drinking, and then you be fucked Lord. up the next day. Man, you taking chemically enhanced. Oh yeah, man, bro. I wish I could get some of that shit. Like. That shit was like NZT. I was yeah, I was about to say y'all sound limitless right now. You said I was alert and awake, but perfectly extroverted. Ladies didn't stand a chance. <laughs> I took the whole bar home that night. Uh, yo, like bro, dead ass. Like a week before last or some go, I was out and you know pretty drunk, and I was talking to damn near had like a little mini podcast session at mm. at this bar bringing people into the conversation and whatnot. Holding court. Yeah, low-key, low-key. And like, we was talking about, like, you know, like, expectations of um, men and relationships and whatnot. Josh said, I do this shit professionally. I really, I'm out here. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah, I got nah. a professional I, in the I, building. I be, I be thinking I be doing good, but then, like, you know, when they get quiet, I'm like, all right, well, I don't think I said anything crazy or offensive. <laughs> I mean, do you just not have anything? I'm like, I need, I need a, those, the, uh, what it is, the Eddie Overgold uh, talking points. <laughs> not at all, man, because I, I, I shut a whole conversation down. I say some weird shit. And I'm like, oh, so I get some crazy now. And everybody's just like, who the fuck brought this guy? Jesus Christ. Um, well, real quick, uh, welcome everybody to Wave the Red Flag, the number one dating and chemically enhanced conversation podcast in the universe. It's your boy Eddie. It's Josh. It's Alvin. Uh, I I do feel like alcohol though is like a is like a tool. Like I feel like we kind of talk about it like it's like a negative ish thing, but it's like. It is the number one, like, oldest social lubricant. Like, mm -hmm. it gets people together. It makes you friendly. It makes it, like, it calms me down. It makes me more, like, like, I'm way less um, standoffish when I'm drunk. I'm like, man, I didn't need anything. Anyway, you want to, you, let's go get some to eat. Like, you know, I'm, you know, right. lovey-dovey type vibe. So it's like, I, I kind of, when you said it's like, it almost feels like you, like you like that version of yourself. I know this sounds like an alcoholic thing to say, but it's like, it kind of feels like, you should there should be a way to just be that way all all the time like just be and i know there are people who just are drunk all the time and it's like that doesn't seem that fucked up if it doesn't have nate alvin was like hey well <laughs> right nzt baby <laughs> negroni zinfandel tequila baby <laughs> at all times there's definitely a way to like to kind of tap into it mm. you know like naturally but like i said like last night i don't even remember like half the shit that happened yeah that sucks because like i'll be having such a good time i'll be talking mm. to like all sorts of girls and shit like and i'll be like entertaining like whole groups of people like of girls and you don't like, even no realize problem. it's not even getting recorded yeah right like i'm not yeah I'm, i can't remember what i'm saying like so i can just yeah. apply this another time but you right. know if i get drunk again it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, i just do this yeah. <laughs> maybe it reactivates like it's like severance <laughs> like yeah. once you get drunk right. you can activate drunk memories yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> my enemy <interview> lit bro <laughs> yeah you activated like like human torch it's lit and all of a sudden you transform into your <laughs> dr jekyll version <laughs> power is activated oh, yeah man. i don't know man i never yeah i never i never blacked out that seems like it'd be such an interesting experience i've never been it's like not, damn man. i can't remember that shit's scary that shit's scary 
But all it is is just you mm. can't remember last night, right? Like, is it scary? Because in the moment, you don't know you're blacked out. You're just chilling. Like, No, but what I'm saying is, like, you, you're you're blacked out, so you don't remember it. So you don't remember what was happening. Your brain is also not connecting connecting the dots really well either. So, like, you may be, like, functional. Like, you're walking, you're saying words and all that kind of stuff. Your executive function is completely cut off. Like, so you don't know what mm. you could have done in that state. And then you wake up and then all of a sudden, you know, you could be getting like all kind of text messages about how like you fucking knocked a guy out or some shit and ran away right. from the cop. Like, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I don't like being outside of myself to that extent. So I'm a, I'm a pretty big mm. drinker and I've blacked out co- completely. Like I, I've browned out quite a few times by mistake, but I've blacked out probably about three times. And that was infinitely scary like waking up and not knowing how you got to a place is mm. in my opinion terrifying sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no you're right yeah. you're right because i yeah I've, I've yeah to wake up and be like where am i what, what happened how did i get what, here what, what yeah, happened what are the what's the gap between when i when i last blinked and when i opened my eyes and i was here on a floor in a place that i don't know where i am and i don't know how i got here Right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, that would be scary. And just the way you, like, <laughs> the way you operate, I could imagine your adventures being, cra- like, your drunk decisions being crazier than other people's. Like, damn, I just bought, like, <laughs> $7,000 worth of crypto or some shit. And, like, damn, I think I just developed a, an apartment complex while I <laughs> last no, night. Bro. I don't remember anything. No, like, the the last time I fucking browned out is, like, some legendary shit. Like, we was in fucking I New finished Orleans. My thesis. And it was, like, I fucking, we were going, like, to all these fucking, like, weird-ass places. And it was like I was blinking, and I was waking up. And in time was place. going. <laughs> so it was like, wow. so it was like, so it was like, I don't, I don't remember transition points at Yo. all. It was like blink. That's I'm in another crazy. fucking place. <laughs> I'm in another fucking place. Whoa! This nigga was, was like, Whoa. This nigga like, was like, jump cutting. <laughs> like somebody would ask him a question, and he would answer, and it was a different person in front of him. All of a sudden. Yes, Damn. like legitimately, oh, that shit was happening. It was like one time I, it was like I blinked and I, like nothing was in my hand. I blinked. I was in a new place and had a beer in my hand. I was like, what the fuck is going <laughs> We're on? Talking to somebody and this thing is time traveling. That don't sound oh, like man. just liquor. People were talking like, about, yes. man, you, That's people were like, bro, you like, you like rode a horse and shit. Like, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, waking so. up with amnesia and shit. That's crazy. I didn't even know I could ride a horse. Niggas said exactly. moon type shit. He just activated his any abilities. That's crazy, man. man. Um, let's hit one of these little topic situations right quick. Um, toilet seat up, down. What do we think about the politics of this? Okay. Do you want to preface it by that video first? Because that sure. video that guy was, even like that was kind of insane. That was a lot. If I put the seat up to urinate and then put it down after I'm done, at your request, that is two seat repetitions per urinary event. This arrangement means that if you go into the bathroom, you can just sit down and urinate and leave with zero seat repetitions per urinary event. Would it not then be a fair and equitable marriage arrangement, creating a scenario where we are both responsible for only one seat repetition? Oh boy, saying like, if I have to put the seat down every time I piss or shit or whatever, then that means that for every time somebody's pissing, I have to do like two actions. Whereas for you, you shouldn't piss at the same in the same state. So that means I'm doing all the the seat rotations for the for our entire thing uh old girl responded to that and was like i don't know if this video is satire or not but it perfectly highlights my point earlier this summer i made a video about how 50 50 men are abusive i got so much shit for it but this video is my entire point 50 50 men men who are the type to send a venmo request for 30 dollars and some change these men are petty as fuck and if you date a man like this this video is a glimpse into your future you will spend your whole life arguing about dumb ass shit I mean, like her response was concerning too, because like she just phrased it as a fifty-fifty man, like like that's a, like a guy who wants I, yeah, like a fifty-fifty partnership with his woman, like was a red flag or it's like some terrible shit. Yeah, because I've seen this creator because she's actually she's uh, stitched our content before agreeing with us about some of our takes. But then recently, mm-hmm. I've seen her make takes about why fifty-fifty men are trash, and there's like a little bit of a smidge of I can see what she's saying because I did ask yeah. for elaboration because I was like oh, I've liked some of her content, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that sounds wild to me. But one thing at a time, I guess. 
True. I don't think it's that, that that big of a deal. I never really thought about it like that deep. I know like sometimes that's a it can be like a, one of those small things that could become a big thing in a marriage if you get with somebody. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. so but just put the damn toilet seat down, bro. Like I mean, is it really that big of a deal? Like you know, is that like a hill you really willing to die on? Like yep. at least at least not for me. You know. Yeah, I you see, and I'm a I'm a die on a hill type of nigga around little shit, 100 percent as I think you all know, but th- for that one, I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, it's like, cause I do think yeah. sometimes little shit that doesn't take much effort from you is indicative of how the other person views what the relationship should be. So like, if I'm making that concession, I'm like, there's probably a, another area in a relationship where you're making a concession that most yeah. of it is me or something like that. Fine, cool, whatever. But I do think if we're looking at it nitty gritty, it's kind of like, why do I got to put down a toilet seat for you because you don't want to look like sitting in the toilet bowl is crazy. Like as a grown adult, like that's, that's wild to me. I've, I've made that mistake myself as an adult, maybe twice. And I felt stupid both times. I didn't think, Oh, who didn't put down the toilet seat. That's crazy. Just sitting in water without looking where you're sitting. Like who sits in a chair that they don't, you know what I'm saying? That's so I see where he's coming from, but I also think maybe that's not a thing that needs to be tit for tatted unless it's indicative of a larger, like, you think I'm here to just cater to all of your needs, regardless yeah. of the balance of it. So I yeah. think yeah. it could be indicative. Yeah, I think my big thing is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a classic sidestep, um, mm-hmm. which I've often done in these kind of conversations. Like everybody should fucking be putting the toilet seat completely down. When I they agree. Use it anyway, so no, when you lid. flush the I agree. toilet, lid. yeah, lid. See like though, because enti- not everything has a lid. So uh, fa- fa- fair enough, but ninety yeah. percent of American toilets. Have, have lids. lids sure if you don't have a lid on your toilet you should also probably go invest in a lid in your and toilet of some sort yeah mm. because when you I flush do. the toilet there's like a vacuum suction pressure that basically just spews shit particles all over your fucking you know bathroom if you hey, haven't look, done man. it hits your counter it hits your it hits your i sink, try not to think about toilet. that kind of stuff um i think about it like constantly it and like i've like I, and we we've briefly got into it on the show like my routine for that what you call it so like i cover my toothbrushes like i put them in the medicine cabinet I ultraviolet light bulbs you yeah understand. i i uv i uv them once or twice a week wow. um, so like what i am saying as as a person like if i'm having this conversation with my significant other is both of us should be putting the toilet seat down and the lid down for every time the fact that i don't want all of this shit literal shit flying around my bathroom makes sense. and if we can't and if we can't do that then we can just have separate bathrooms and you can do what you want and i and, and i do what i want i have two bathrooms specifically yeah. for that purpose you solve a lot like of problems every- with that with that that shit like i like the yeah. more and more i think about it i'm like the benefits of that might outweigh Two full for, bathrooms, best shit ever. I, I have a bathroom that nobody from. touches, two se- but two me. separate kitchens. I have a bathroom Ooh. that nobody touches, but a separate me. kitchen, a separate bathroom. I feel I fuck with yeah. with that. I, I, I'm, I'm more and more coming to see what you're saying because you don't got to yeah. worry about the the logistical shit, like yeah. like like a duplex with one bedroom somehow, like with like a like a you know what I'm saying, like a shared bedroom or some shit like that. I feel like mm-hmm. that could really work. It just side steps, like everybody can have their shit messy, clean, organized, disorganized to whatever extent they want. And you don't have to worry about like, did you do the dish? Like, oh my god, why are you? You know, it's. I see where you're coming from. On yeah, I know, I'm coming. I'm kind of coming around to that idea more as well. Like, even like the idea of um, sleeping in different, having like your own bedroom, like sleeping in different mm. bedrooms, and then like you know when y'all want to sleep together, it's kind of like a you know yeah. it's, it kind of like spices things up a little bit. It's like y'all having like a little adult sleepover type thing. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of coming around to that more. I don't. I still don't know if I would like to live in an entirely separate home from my partner though yeah the, the breezeway man like duplex or breezeway situation yeah. like mm. ideal state think, very hard to get though very hard to get the, yeah. the kind of breezeway kind of style house that i'm thinking about from like right. but a duplex is very doable like a duplex very with doable. a shared with a shared hallway is very doable very doable like they, they yeah. sell those all, all the time but i because for me i feel like the sleeping together part is like because i feel like in relationships it's like you all things things fall down to the lowest energy state so when you get complacent what systems do you have in place that kind of help ease things along and i feel like going to bed in the same spot together with the person is a a good reuniting thing because i feel like you got completely separate houses don't sleep together you could end up going a couple of days and not seeing this you know what i mean and shit could just through the hustle and bustle of life you slowly become roommates instead of having this thing that forces you to at the very least examine whether or not things are good but yeah i don't know 
I can see, I, mean, I can see also going the opposite direction too, like where it might be needed because everyone, some people sleep wild, they snore, True. they could wake you up when they're coming in and out, like you know what I mean. So like those are those sorts of things. Like a separate bedroom would actually probably solve some problems for some people's relationships. Kind of depends, but I, I do feel you on that because it does feel a little bit alienating mm. to your partner just to kind of always be awake in a sense. Because I mean, because I, I I know I don't snore crazy and I sleep better with someone. Like I feel like I sleep pretty comfortably with another person around. I'm not like a oh I can't sleep if somebody's there or sleeping crazy or whatever. Which maybe means I'm the crazy sleeper. But I've never felt like oh I'm annoyed that this other person is in my bed. Unless I don't like mm. them, then it's mad annoying. But if I like them, then that's never an issue. Um, but I was gonna say with the toilet seat thing, I agree. If we if we both putting the lid down all the time, then I think that that because I think what he is saying is addresses something kind of valid because I th- feel like the conversation around like little stuff like that, you know, this is just being one example, is the thing that accommodates the woman and her convenience and her needs is the correct, most obvious thing. Like she's falling in the toilet, therefore you need to put the seat down. And it's like, well, wait a second, hold on. Why is that? It's a thing I can do as a partner, of course, but to act like that's the responsibility of like the home is like, no, because niggas sit on, on toilet seats too. You put it up and you put it down. That's the responsibility of the person who's about to use the the item. Um, you leave it in a state that's that's functional. But toilet seat down, everybody's doing it. Everybody has to lift it up. She's not falling in the water. She's just sitting on the lid. Cool problem solved. So, was he saying that? Maybe I misunderstood because when I when I heard the video at first, I'm like, eh. but then when he started talking, I was like, okay, well, I, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, like we're a, a partner partnership like it's not just all about your needs of course i'm here to help with that as much as i can but it's not just all about your stuff but was he saying that she should leave the toilet seat up for him since he was doing two executive functions or however he described it that's a good point i don't know exactly the way i saw it was okay he was what i what i took it was he was trying to say let's come up with a system so that some kind of way we're neither of always doing two motions to use the bathroom or some shit like that, which just being frank, just being frank, not sidestepping the issue this time. I'm, I'm I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, make a determination on anything that she said, because quite frankly, I haven't seen that. I saw his shit like way earlier. Um, I think that's a little ridiculous, you know, like I'm fine on doing whatever, like makes this shit flow fine. Like I don't, I don't care about like wasted motions and like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And like, like the last time I lived with my girl, I was will- I did all the cleaning. I did every single aspect of the cleaning because like I don't mind doing that, and that's what made the shit work. Like the only thing she did was her laundry, and I was willing to do that because I I, I just like my shit to flow well. I like stuff to be done. Like I like the stuff to be folded. I don't like you just sitting in a pile of clothes like on my couch, that kind of stuff. Whatever makes this stuff flow easily, however it gets done, I don't care. I'm a doer. So I don't really, I'm not going to, I'm not going to play the tit for tat. Like I did two motions and you only did half a motion and kind of game in a relationship. I think that's yeah. counterproductive to making a household work. Look, Just I will frank. say motherfuckers going to love, they going to love you some, them some you this episode. Cause that I know I completely disagree, but motherfuckers finna eat that shit up. Um, I think it's, it's one thing to say, I don't mind doing this thing. It's a totally different thing to say, like you are entitled to this behavior from me. Those are two very different things. Like if you're willing to do all of the cleaning in the home and you and you don't seek balance in the relationship, you're just like, if it flows, I'll do whatever I need to make it flow. Cool. But I think it's completely reasonable for a person to be like, I don't want to have to be the person who does all of X, Y, Z thing. Now, obviously, the whole conversation also has to be contextualized because it's like you're a man. She's a woman. The way y'all are both socialized traditionally, like you're worrying about a toilet seat. But all in all, on average, probably you're doing way less shit in the house than she is. So it's probably already in her favor any fucking way. And this is a one, one small concession. So that's fair. But for this particular thing, I, I, yeah, I strongly disagree on what you're implying there. Yeah. I, 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 and, I, and I knew you would, but like my whole thing is like my, my, my first take is my ideal take. Everybody just put the seat and the lid down. I'm with you on Nobody's that. doing more than anybody else. But like, little stuff around the house man make make it work that's that's what that's what being in a relationship is long term like making making the shit work 
But if only one person point, is always making to it a work. Point. Like that, that's what I was going to say. To, to a point. There's always caveats. There's always a limit to everything. But like, I feel like we're contextualizing this particular thing as a small thing. So I'm contextualizing it as a small thing. So sure. like, it, it, you know, put, lo, load the dishwasher. Do a load of whites, Do a load of whites, man. See, this is exactly that conversation about second shift labor that we talked about. If, if, if my wife comes to me and says, hey, I always have to do the dishes, I would really like if we split this better and I go, it's just dishes, it takes two seconds. Just when you see it needs to be done, do it. It's like that happens over the course of a marriage and now she's tasked with doing that entire task all the fucking time. That's not reasonable. If she's fine with that and we've made it even somehow, cool. But if, if me saying just do it as a small thing turns into me never doing it, that's a problem. For small I, I things and for big I things. I agree. I agree. But I think that if you're in a good relationship and you all actually are like reasonable functioning adults, and I will give the caveat to everybody that I 100% understand that there's one, you know, there, there's one particular gender uh, that typically comes to the relationship a little bit less functional to another one in the in the traditional Western idea of what that yeah. means. So I'm going to give that caveat. But assuming that you are in a relationship with functional adults, like you just doing it usually levels out pretty well. I, I feel like say. that's a that that's a bad assumption. Like what like I the reason feel, we're having I feel these conversations like, is because people are I, I feel to like figure it's out not. how to merit yeah. Okay. I, I think I think I think people are trying to trying to figure it out is because you have a lot of people that don't come to relationships as functional adults. Like I feel that's like what I just said, my, ain't it? I, but oh but that's the caveat I gave. I literally gave that caveat. Oh, so, so you're like, saying I, you're only making that argument in the case that this is the situation. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I guess then my point is just saying the op the inverse of that. I'm arguing it's much more likely. Yeah. That yeah, and that is much more likely that assuming that that isn't the case, and I feel like most of the time it isn't the case. So you have to have those conversations. Yeah. Which I think is which I think is completely fair. I think yours is fair too. Couple of couple of fair gentlemen's. Um, but now on that 50-50 shit, on that 50-50 shit, I don't know, because I, yeah, I, I've seen her stitch some of our stuff about, you know, second shift labor and all that kind of stuff, and like men having sex, I think she responded to the whole idea of like men having sex that they don't want to and, and having it for reasons that are unrelated to their own actual sensuality, but then the 50-50 relationship thing, I was like, what, what the fuck is old girl talking about here? Like, yeah. I kind of think that that might be a that's actually kind of a red flag for me if I hear like someone uh -oh. talking like that. Hey, he here we thing. go. He here. said the thing. Bam, bam, bam. But <laughs> that's like because I I'm like dead ass like that's how I was raised by a woman. Like my mom said, like when you know when you get into a relationship, it should be fifty fifty. Like it should be equal. Like you know you should treat them fairly. You treat them like you know you yeah, want. She's looking treated. out for you, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But but now it's like. You got like this womanosphere now where like they're pushing oh, their shit. own toxic shit. <laughs> and it's like if you got a nigga who wanna go fifty fifty with you in life, no. Like your life will be a living hell. Or maybe I just didn't quite catch all the context of what she was saying by using that as an example, because I I, I kinda understand where she was coming from a little bit just from that example alone. But yeah. I'm not here to, to just serve and cater to somebody like I mean like and just for just like a to be a one-way thing like I, agree. I, I think it's i think i think the context that most women say that in is the fact that mm. relationships historically well I, I won't even say historically there's like present day data um particularly just gonna put it out there just gonna be frank with it particularly when you when you look at minority relationships um outside of outside of asian americans um it's it's never really 50 50 right yeah so yeah. what happens so if if a relationship where like this hasn't been an established thing is not 50 50 you know like the idea is that men say 50 50 and and it's really never that so like if a man is you know saying 50 50 50 50 50 50 that means he's probably gonna give you like 70 30 i think that's the assumption so i always like to give that caveat i'm not saying that that's like the case with every single relationship I personally think that I try really hard to overdo stuff in relationships specifically because of that. Like um, as far as like household labor and like mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, um, particularly for that reason, like, I, like nobody's ever going to say like, I don't pull my weight in, in a house. Nobody's ever going to say like, I don't, I don't, I don't, cook, not I don't catch clean. me like that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But 
but I do fully understand that the data supports the fact that like, you know, men say 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. And when you look at, for example, black households, you know, women are like working more hours than men to make less money. They're doing the vast majority of the household work. They're doing the vast majority of the childcare work, even though black men are typically more involved in their child's lives than, you know, than other groups, um, men's. It's still but, like, not balanced. It's, 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 it's not balanced. So like, so when women come from that place, I think they're coming from a place of like men telling them that it's 50, 50 and their reality never being 50, 50. Hmm. I don't think that applies to any of us. Cause I think we're, we're upstanding, you know, I think real deal niggas, nah, you know, nah. but like, that's not, what women are coming from. Yet. And that's a reality, man. That's, that's some real shit. I'm I, get, I get it. I I'm get it. I'm not saying like, I agree. You're still but right I get even it. In, our, in our context, I feel like, because yeah, I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I haven't. Because uh, I feel like the thing is, like uh, a guy or a person in general will say, like, "Oh, I want 50 50 But what they mean is, I want you to give fifty, not I want to give fifty. So they're focused on that side of things. And I'm definitely guilty of having done that kind of thing. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing all the things that I'm doing and overclaiming those things, and then want to make sure that the other person is matching that but i'm not aware and i'm or i'm oblivious of all the things that i'm not doing all the things that she's doing that are invisible all the ways that she's contributing to a relationship and so i go 50 50 and it's like nigga you all it's all you already in the red and you're talking about 50 50 like you not even showing up for, for half of this relationship so yeah, but I will so, say so, yeah so i see what i mean I, but i do think there are circumstances where women count labor that like doesn't really matter to men like like I remember, mm -hmm. I, I think about this all the time. Where this, um, it, this is an old, old Twitter discussion, but it was about emotional labor, right? Where it was like this woman was always doing the cleaning, and she was like, "I'm tired of doing the cleaning. Like my husband's going to do it." I'm paraphrasing here. My husband's going to do it, and her husband just paid a cleaning service, and she was upset, and she was like, "I wanted him to be as annoyed by the cleaning as I was, and he just paid for a cleaning service." Mm. So I think women have this concept of emotional labor which again is also extremely valid. Like I think there are a lot of relationships where men kind of dump their troubles on the women that they're with and the women in their lives and like all of their sorrow and all of their unhappiness and all of their guilt. Um, I think of that, that conversation with, um, um, you know, James Baldwin, um, that oh, made yeah. the rounds like a while ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. So I, I think a lot of men literally come, come to women with a lot of emotional labor, but I also think that women have this, this checkerboard, excuse me scoreboard of shit that like they think puts them over like a 50 50 mark that most men yeah. wouldn't give a shit if like they had to do so i think that it, it kind of doesn't really i think you gotta really accommodate like for socialization though like you kind of have to come in knowing like i'm dating a woman she was socialized as a woman she's dating a man who was socialized as a man so there are certain personality traits that i'm taught to expect from her and that she's taught to perform which end up expressing themselves in turn in the in the form of let me let me make the home a little bit more peaceful let me go ahead and do this thing let me that kind of behavior whereas i'm not as socialized to do that kind of shit yeah. so i think it's pretty natural to feel resentment in your deal of like well i was told if i'm a if i'm a a, a dutiful housewife and i you know do these things and like oh it'd be a nice thing to like do his laundry for him and blah 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 that the payment for that will be in in kind in some way and the guy goes, oh, I'll just play it, pay it clean or whatever. I think that's, I think a little bit more understanding has to come there that it's not just them being like stupid and resentful about not giving or about giving a shit about shit that we don't give a fuck about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but I was going to say with the 50 50 thing, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I was going to give her the same like 10% benefit of the doubt of being like, men often say 50 50 but what they actually mean is you need to do more of this thing that i'm doing more of but i'm going to continue to keep contributing this small percentage to these other aspects of the relationship so we need to be 50 50 financially but every other aspect of the relationship you still need to carry that <laughs> lopsided load that you've been having so i could understand where she's coming from if that's what she's yeah. if that's part of what she's talking about because when yeah. men say 50 50 they're talking about they're not saying they're talking hey, about rent they're talking, they're talking about, about rent, rent. bills. That's what rent. they're talking about. They're talking about rent. Yeah, they're talking about rent. They're talking about dinners and shit like that. So they're not going, you know what? I think we should have a 50-50 relationship. And by that, I mean, I'll start doing more dishes. That's that's not what niggas mean. So I could see that. But a nigga can say both. Let's split these dishes and these bills. I feel like that's a, that's a common stance. So Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I would like to look at it. Cause, and I'm fine with um taking on like more responsibilities or like just 
whatever, like I was saying, like whatever works in the relationship with the person that I can work with, I'm all for it. Um, if that's like, you know, doing more of um, like the household labor, I'm already like an emotionally supportive person. So like emotional labor, that's already there. My only thing is sometimes like, I think we was having this discussion before um, when it comes to cleaning. I'm, pr- I'm, a, I'm a relatively neat person. But my level of clean might not be the same level of clean as some of the women. Sure, you know what I mean. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not in here like, or even Alvin level of clean. Yeah. You know what I mean. I'm it's very much bachelor. Like it's nice, it's clean for especially for a guy. But yeah. it ain't no mold, not, you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. Like, I don't have like cleaning routines, like weekly cleaning routines, per se. Like I just okay, okay. Well, I, yeah, the floor is looking. I definitely need a vacuum. I'll do it this weekend, you know? And it's, yeah. It might have been like two months since I vacuumed yeah. or some shit. Like, you know, be like stuff like that. And that, you know, could be an adjustment. Um, but, yeah, ultimately, I'm just down for making the situation work and finding mm-hmm. someone who I can work with. You know, you can't work with everybody. Like, somebody who has, like, similar habits, similar habits, similar values, things like that. And that can be a, a bit difficult to find, and it seems like it's becoming even more difficult because you have very toxic things coming from mostly men, but even more stuff, you know, coming from um, women now too. That just seem like very toxic and counterproductive to actually coming together and having a healthy, bonded relationship. And that could yeah. just be, you know, a lot of just internet talk. Because when I go out and I talk to people in real life, I don't really come across a lot of that same verbiage that I be, you know, that you hear online all the time. Not as much, but it does definitely exist. I've had oh, plenty for sure. of dinner party sure. where it's like, you know, once once people get a couple of drinks in them and somebody go, you know what, that's the problem. with And it's like, OK, now. And, and then a nigga goes, well, actually, you know, fucking, you know, men commit more suicide. And then you go, OK, now like because <laughs> for, for every Twitter argument. It's two dig it's two people like on the other yeah. sides of those things, but they mm-hmm. might just not yeah. express those thoughts as uh, uh aggressively in person. So I've seen True. like Twitter convos happen in real life. But it, it's gonna but, happen with a smile. It's gonna happen with a smile and not the vitriol that you see online, I feel like. Well, it depends on how much drink has been in folks. I've seen it get a little bit heated. But you're point. right, it's it's a lot, it's a lot less like because it's like you're in person and that kind of shit. Um, but it ain't it ain't nearly like how it is on the internet. Like people aren't as picky, you know. Men are fucking fat women. Girls are paying half. They're dating short niggas. It's, yeah. it's where we're all just trying to live life. So it ain't all. And I, and I will say I will, I will get into the nitty gritty of my philosophy on quote unquote fifty fifty, right? And as a as a guy who lived very long term with his girlfriend, hmm. like I I am I am not going to completely finance the life of an able bodied like adult. Like I'm just I'm just not going to do that. However, I and will that's say a principle a, matter, right? That's a principle matter. That's a principle matter. I don't yeah. need anybody to do shit for me. But I will say that in the course of that, like, I did all the cleaning. Like, literally all the cleaning. I just said that. Like, all the cleaning minus her laundry. I was the person that cooked 90% of the time. Like, she never paid for food unless she, like, wanted to, like, go out and, like, use her own money and, like, do that kind of stuff. Um, every bill, like, I went through the list of bills and like even down to like the electric bill i did like a monthly like a month like a couple months analysis and i was like you being because i lived in the apartment first i was like you being here doesn't really increase my electricity bill i got that the cable at the time we had cable the cable was for me i was like i was gonna pay the cable with or without you i paid that by myself internet i was like the internet was gonna get paid with or without you like that doesn't increase by your presence i pay all the internet bill so effectively what she was doing was putting it on the rent because she was living in a space um and that's a principle stance that will continue to happen. But I do understand that, like, everybody's not me. Everybody's not going to take those steps. But, like, I made it very I clear that, like, not. I was going to I was gonna pull my weight. Like, you're not going to be out in the street saying, like, oh, you know. But no, most niggas, really, most know, niggas, most niggas make – but I will state that most niggas get the sweet end of the deal um, in those kind of, like, like relationships. So, like, yeah. I get Like, it. I'm sitting there here looking at you mad, but it's like what you're describing is just what most women are experiencing in a relationship. But that's – what your description of the of the breakdown sounded crazy to me. Like yeah. – and, and, I mean, but to be fair, I lived off folks, and I'm not even saying, like, if I, if I got it, it might not even be an issue. Like, if I got it, it, it might not and, be an issue. And to my point, Eddie, this is some this is something that you that you turned me on to. It was like because I got to start thinking about stuff like like in like, oh, with how much I make, right? Yeah, exactly. With how much I make, like I would. <laughs> there's a huge chance 
like statistically that like if I wanted to go like 50 50 with somebody that like I would have to downgrade my lifestyle am I yeah. am I willing to downgrade my lifestyle so that we can go 50 50 because my because my you got to come down to what their 50 percent would be they can't come <laughs> exactly, up exactly right my, yeah my 50 percent is a little bit different than most people's 50 percent so it's like I'm I'm 100 willing to prorate rent and and again like you ain't never got to pay internet and shit like that's that's why what's the division there? Because I'm like you. you use a sunk a it's a sunk cost. It's a sunk so cost. is rent. So is rent. You when you living in the in the spot anyway? Oh, we. I mean, like, because we lived together like for for a while. We end up getting like a two bedroom. Like after. Okay, that, like, but, you know, but she like, was so, paying rent even before that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, because your whole point was the principle is you're not going to live in a space as an able-bodied person for free. I don't need your money to pay for this place. It's a matter of principle that applies True. to every utility. Which is like, fair, but I was, but again, I was also very much in my mind having this thing in my mind where like, I don't want it to be any like ambiguity on like me pulling my weight, right? Like I like like that's also that a sounds almost like you maybe overcompensated a little bit. Oh, one hundred percent. No, like I'm yeah. not finna flex. Like I'm not overcompensating. I one hundred percent am because like I don't okay. want it to be any ambiguity. I, I, I want this line to be very clearly drawn in the sand that like I pull my weight. I do think that it gets that tit for tat shit can get real annoying because yeah. uh, like the, the people who talk about fuck 50 50 niggas, they're like the type of nigga who will shoot you a Venmo after a date. I'm like, yeah, that is a little bit much. That is a bit much unless the date was like super expensive or something. That's like not that. even a bit like, much, man. That's just a lot much. That's just a lot much. I think I think it's it a lot much, man, because with friends, I'm definitely doing doing that kind of thing. Like we when we when me and some friends go camping. At the end, we're gonna settle shit up. Now it's not penny by penny. It might be like, oh, you get the the, the snow tracks for the tires, you get the tent, I get the food, whatever, and we call it. And we a, a lot of times we just go, yeah, that's good enough. But sometimes you have to go like, hey, look, the tickets for the lodge were two hundred. We need to divide that by five. Like, put it in the group chat. Oh, boom, done. Like that's. I mean, if we talking about if we talking about friends here, yeah, like and even and even like make a difference if you about maybe I think it makes a huge, person, I think, you know? think it makes a huge difference like if I'm okay. on a date versus like me going out with my friends I think that makes a huge difference but also like even with certain friend groups right so like um like I had like I have really good friend groups where like we go out like cyclically like especially in Atlanta and I'd be like I got it this time you got it next time you got it next time like that's we the same thing on who paid that's the same thing so that's, I, you no, just figured no, out but a different I'm, yeah no I'm I'm agreeing with you okay, okay <laughs> in regards to friends I'm not I'm not positing that as an alternative. But I'm saying, like, as a date, like, I would never do that. Like, I, like, I would never shoot you a yes, Venmo after, like, a date. Because I very much feel like that that's me, again, drawing a line that I'm never going to be the one that you're going to. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm putting over the line, so there's never ambiguity that, like, it's, it's going to be more on your plate. All right. So like it's so never going to be it's never going to be a gray it's never going to be a gray area right because like I feel like fifty fifty there could potentially be a gray area if you're going tit for tat so I'm saying I'll do sixty seventy percent so it's never a gray area and I'm fine with that like I don't feel any type of way about that you'll never hear about it because that like I don't like feel a personal need, accommodation like that, that seems like a personal thing for you because you don't want to be in that situation oh, yeah, yeah where, like you know yeah. as opposed no, to like, being I'm, I'm not generally yeah, like, wild. Again, like I, I started this conversation. Your arguing is generally wild. That's yeah, different. I, I, I started this conversation saying like this is me. I didn't say like this is what niggas should do. No, you said so, you like, said this Venmo is... is a lot of bit wild. That's that's a general statement about the the value of that thing for other people's behavior, not your your own. Oh, oh, oh. Well, well. Again, like, and then we talked about like you know my situation with like the friendship. So I was again talking about me. As far as like why Venmo should be doing that is because like if you invite somebody on a date, you should pay. See well, that. Let, me, let me ask. Let okay. me ask this question because, like, if if you're in a long term relationship, right? Yeah. And you're still going on dates. How do? You, what does that look like for you? Like, are you paying for every meal? Like, you know, every time y'all go out to get something to eat, are you paying for like you know all the um? Yeah, are you paying for every single meal or like all the me, dates? Me, yes, and that's based on my personal principle. I will say that I know plenty of happily like together slash married couples were like they switch off and it works for them just fine mm -hmm. i ain't got it like that yeah. i, ain't I got definitely like ain't that. got it like that i ain't broke but i ain't got it like I that am. like just uh, every single time to that's a lot and me being a nigga that's kind of like more along the lines with alvin i'm 70 percent of the time like i'm most i'm paying for stuff like you know yeah. i'm paying for like you know the meals the date but 
after a certain point, bro, that shit adds up. Like, it's expensive, especially um, nowadays, too, because, like, you know, inflation and everything is just going up. And some of these women be having some expensive-ass taste, bro. And it's like, you do that. Like, every time you go it's out, like that's that. a... Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like if the expectation is for me to constantly pay for that for to you know as my value as a man and a, and a provider, I'm, I'm not necessarily on with that. Like I don't have any issue with with paying with paying for stuff in a sense, but I ain't got it like that. It's it's counterproductive. It's just an economic thing. This this whole time I thought this was an alpha male podcast, and I'm just saying, man. I'm, hey, you're the only one wearing red today. I I, I can't do it. I can't I can't do it at all. Like the 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 margins are too thin. Like like I feel like with, with a lot of these conversations, maybe a lot of folks have like a lot of disposable income, but or or, or flex like they do. Or flex right. like I, my margins are fucking thin. Like a single dinner can like a single dinner or a single outing or a single trip makes like I have to I have to to take that off from something else. I'm not at a place where it's like, oh cool, like I can do five extra like go out dinners in a month and it's not an issue. So like that ten ten dollars fifteen dollars twenty dollars makes a massive difference in my personal budget so i'm not at that level yet I, and i probably i don't intend on necessarily ever being at that level so yeah and what you what, what you mean hmm. like you don't intend on like making uh getting into getting a, to a point in life where you're making more uh, money is that what you meant i i just meant like it's not a super high like i because i so what I was getting at is I feel like a lot of men, the, the way I phrase it, it seemed like I was invoking this thing that men say where they're like, I'm not in a financial place to date yet. And I just wanted to clarify, that's not what I'm talking about. I don't aspire to a financial status that to validates date, my yeah. ability to date. I'll, I'll date whether I'm poor, whether I'm rich, whatever. So I was just saying, I'm not aspiring well, we to know, make nigga. more money in order to date. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I do it. But I would, it, I, yeah. yeah. It does make it a lot more difficult. Like that shit kind of, it does, dating is a lot more difficult when you don't have money. It's a lot more difficult. And then that fucks up your your confidence, your self-esteem. He said, I wouldn't know. Yeah. (laughs) I got nothing to compare it to. And that's one thing, that's kind of like, you know, I I wish, I don't know, I don't know what you be saying to women or like how you do it. It ain't, it ain't, I I think, I think it's about staying in your lane, bro. It's all about staying in your lane. I feel I feel like niggas niggas don't stay in their lane. I stay in my lane. What you, like, what you mean? You like, like you know when you meet me, you know what type of nigga I am. You know what type of time I'm on. You know what I'm what I'm game to do. Like, hey, do you want to go for a hike? Do you want to go pick mushrooms? Do you want to go? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you want to go to the beach? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what type of nigga I am, so you know what mm-hmm. you're signing up for. No, no woman is 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 who's interested in me is going like, oh, this nigga's gonna take me to noble. Like, I don't yeah, think right. any woman has ever thought that about me. So I'm in my yeah. lane. Mm-hmm. We going barefoot. We you know. We, we digging up truffles or whatever like you know what it is so that's not recent not recently not recently i could say nigga there was a time during your fucking um during your fucking sweater vest young harry belafonte era that could have been that could have been the perception nah because i because i even there i i wore it very um you know dis- d- distressed sweater vest you know what i'm saying it's a sweater vest but it got some holes in it so just so you know what type of time we're on i don't think anybody thought i was actually had some money so and I would say with the Venmo shit, for me, I feel like we're putting it backwards. Like sending a Venmo after a date is a little bit wild, but I would think from a just a general etiquette thing, if a lot of money has been spent, depending on the circumstances, I would always go like a quick little text, hey, what do I owe you? Like, hey, how much did it cost? And if you're not doing that, I would think that that's a little bit rude because the economy is not set up to where you can just hang with somebody they spend $150 on you. You don't really know them that well. And you're not like at least making at least the gesture of like, Hey, by the way, like, what do I owe you? Like how much did it cost? Or like, let me get it next time or just something. So I, I will, I will say, 50, 50. I will say, I think, and again, I think, I think that you gave really good context because like, uh, you know, like it is tough out here. Uh, probably more so now, probably more so in regards to food than a lot of stuff, you know, mm. food and rent, um, you know, of chicken wings is fucking you know twenty five dollars now. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, like, fe- feeding me is a is like it's not a. I mean, I'm not struggling, but it's like feeding me still requires calculation. It is it is more expensive. You know, it is more expensive definitely. So I will say that I think that that's like really good context. But I say for the the average circumstance of an adult male, like I think that most niggas are overestimating how much they got to put into it. Right? Like back when I, I was think like I agree. like. Like back when I was in the what you call like I have like wild, you know, 
I have wowed some women just been like it, it, it like a fucking chilies. Like you can be a good time and like you can be a good time in a lot of places in a lot of circumstances that I yeah, think a lot of men don't. You can be boring do. as fuck at a five star restaurant. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And like I think that like a lot of men, what they're doing is their base perception on what it takes to, you know, get some attention and like have a good time on a date based on like Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. to Eddie's point, if that ain't your lane, then that ain't your lane, bro. If you're not trying to holler at like a fucking Insta honey. You don't need to have them at fucking STK fucking three nights a week, man. Like, again, right. you can have a phenomenal conversation at IHOP. Like, I've done it like a million times. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, and I will miles, say, but I agree. Yeah. And I will say that, like, I think that during that era, like, people were willing to give me the benefit of the doubt because, like, you know, I, I was at a good school. Like, I was smart. Like, poten- potential was there. Um, So I yeah. do think on some level there was that. But, like, again, like, you can you can figure this shit out. Maybe maybe find a way to get some potential. I don't know. Like figure this shit out. Like, but you don't have to necessarily like take somebody to fucking like a five star restaurant, of course, Michelin star restaurant every night to to make this to make this work. You you just don't of have course. to do that. Chili's but, is expensive though, bro. Not expensive, but it's like Chili's used to be the chili. No, Chili's has gotten expensive. That shit used to be cheap as fuck. It used to go eat like a king at Chili's for like twenty dollars and some tax, man. Like for two people like, or for one person. It was two people. It was two people. Okay, it's okay. Two for the ten. Two for the twenty is not. It's not bad. But yeah, like shit still adds up. Like I don't a, think y'all understand. And, the a, and a little appetizer. Like, paying and for the bus dessert, to bro. get to some place, coming back, grabbing a drink, all that. Bro, shit. I was like, on foot, bro. Up. You knew me when I was on foot, bro. You like we were like. That's crazy. I was fucking. How was you I was fucking walking to the Chili's. I was fucking That's walking crazy. to the Chili's. You know what? I was on foot at that time too. I didn't even think about that. it was just all Decatur. You are right. I really. You remember that time we? You remember that time we downtown Decatur together? Like they go to the bar. You remember that shit? Wait, we were both we at the on, same financial position? Oh, okay. We weren't. Yeah, okay. We weren't. I had a okay. job. I had a I job. Like, there was no point where we intersected with one another. I was like, because I'm about to be mad as hell at myself if, if we started at the same point. <laughs> we just, that's crazy. Like, you should be mad too if we were ever in the same financial position at the same time. That's crazy. <laughs> we was both walk, walking oh, through Decatur. Man, like, man, what the fuck have I been doing? <laughs> Oh. The, the, the sincerity of that question was like, what? <laughs> Please don't tell me that's true. This nigga oh, really pulled funny. it from the mud. Bro, that shit was far as fuck too. I remember I remember we embarked on that walk. This this nigga Eddie like convinced me to take this walk. I was gonna call an Uber. He was like, nah, we could just walk, man. It's a decent day out. Forty five minutes. That shit, <laughs> that shit was like three and a half miles, bro. <laughs> hey, and man, I'm in like a difficult. fuck I was in a shirt and tie. Them shoes I'm like fifty dollars. I'm gonna get my money's worth. Man, you gotta, sometimes you gotta walk, but that's what that's what I'm saying about the margins. I'm I'm going like fuck. I gotta take the bike to the date because the bus ain't free. It costs it costs an amount of money. I gotta get there. I gotta get back. I gotta pay for a meal. Like shit adds up. I don't have I don't have money to you know. So yeah, fifty fifty. That's you know. But yeah, I agree. Tit for tat though. If you're going like oh the penny like give me my one dollar and fifty cents. That's that's annoying. That's very annoying. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's hit this. Uh, you want to hit this today? I fucked up, and close it out on this one. Oh, that's what that stands for. Yeah, I have no idea. Understandable. A little bit of Reddit, Reddit lingo. Um, yeah. Or you was also pissed about that cheating thing. So one of the other, which one you want to do? Oh, so, um, I had a thing to Wait, say anyway. about the cheating thing. Begrudged, disgruntled. I mean, I was just like, what? Like this? That's crazy. Um, well, yeah, you okay, was like, well, what? I guess we like can that. Just Whatever emotion that is. What Week before last, when we was talking about uh, the cheating situation, where the hood, where the, where the wife cheated back crazy, and like all the women were like, "I'm totally in her corner." Like, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with what she did. And it was like, you know, basically, all cheating is basically equal. It doesn't matter about the proximity. It doesn't all, all that other stuff doesn't matter. Um, first of all, cheating is fucked up. Highly frowned. Highly frowned. The bar is bad. Don't do it. That's that's the only thing. I, yeah, like the bar of cheating is bad. All cheating is bad. So. Yes, you're you're comparing like every bad thing has a bar in and of itself, and I think that's where yeah. you're, you're getting at, Josh. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like so, yeah. yeah some bad shit is worse than other. It's bad, bad shit. but <laughs> I will say I don't necessarily think all cheats are equal. Like because what if? Of course not. What if? What if I cheated on on you with your best friend or your mom or some shit? Like yeah. I think that I, yeah, I think that might be a little bit worse than Crazy. like you know just some random you know what I mean definitely because like this you is, just you fucked up like multiple relationships mm. and then you still have to see this person to be reminded of this yeah 
even after even if we break up like you're, i'm not you're not gonna you're not gonna be forced to be around the person that i cheated on you with after the breakup and then you can add all other levels of like like i cheated on you with somebody and our sex tape leaked and you saw it somebody sent it to you i cheated on on you and it was like for mad long like there's a difference between like fucking somebody once and you or, or cheating or kissing or something like that and like having a extended long affair etc etc like getting somebody pregnant is crazy like there's yeah they are not all equal so i'm i'm totally yeah. uh, in agreement with you can there. i ask a question because i don't so i don't i don't i don't look at comments i don't like i'm not on tiktok i'm not on oh, instagram you'll be on youtube um, i i am on youtube i am on youtube i have but i don't i don't view our youtube You've just, seen, just, you've you've referenced some comments. Maybe you don't anymore, but you've referenced comments before. So what has happened? What has happened um, is that when something gets traction, right? Like if there's like a bigger TikTok, people that I know will see the TikTok, go to the go to the YouTube, watch the whole video, and sometimes they'll bring stuff to my attention. That's what's happened in the past. I don't. Got, I don't. Yeah, you got the feelers. You got the agents. Yeah, like, the field agents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't watch myself on camera um, <laughs> because it. It, it throws me off. It, it's kind of jarring. So my question would be like, were people thinking that the the sense was that we were saying that only the woman was wrong in this situation and the man was like, <laughs> was like, no, oh, oh you know, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. You know, like he like, you know, like he did his little thing and that's okay. Side pussy, come on. It's like, just a, it's a little fuck. It's a little fucky fucky. Yeah. Come on. But, but, she was, but she was wrong. Like she's a, a football monster. coach. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, no, that's no, disgusting. They didn't, I didn't get uh, that impression from them. Like okay. they thought okay. we were saying it was okay for what the man did, and the woman was crazy for doing it. But it was just um, they. I guess um, that 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 revenge. They was all for it. They was all for it. Like they was like, yeah. I don't see no problem with that. I will say that I think that when it comes to self-defense or retribution, it can be hard to meter your response. And I don't know the extent to which people are entitled to a metered response. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, if somebody yeah. punches you five times in the head and you stab them and they die, it's like, how much calculation are you supposed to do in that moment to be like, oh, I got to use force, but not too much force, not deadly force. It's like, if you're in a dangerous situation and I feel like it's a yeah. situation like that where you're like, cool, I got to get revenge on him. He said, I can get revenge. Who can I fuck quick that I want to fuck? Cause that's the other thing. She got to find somebody that she wants to fuck. So it's like, Ooh, the football. And you might not be thinking about, fuck, this is, he punched you, but you stabbed him. So there's that, but saying it, but, but they're, but they're acting like she didn't stab him. It's one thing to say, yeah, she stabbed him, but like, you know, what are you going to do about it? But you can't pretend like a stabbing isn't more than a punching. Yeah. So, Cause uh, I I was talking to somebody else about it. Um, she was basically saying that, you know, she was she was on that rah rah shit too. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm completely with old girl on this. Like, but she was like, well, realistically, like, if I wanted to try to move forward and make things work, I can see like I probably wouldn't have, would not have done it. But in the moment, like, if I wanted to hurt him as bad as I possibly could, absolutely. Like, I think that. Oh, was I've heard a lot of women say that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean. Yeah, like hell hath no fear in my brother. Like they, they'll chop no, their goddamn leg off, boy. That's why I you mean, can't I be fucking around like that. Know. Fuck around and find out. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah. So she was like, you know, if there was, there's basically like, like kind of like no coming back from that. So like, if there was no intention on, you know, trying to move forward with her relationship and mending it, yeah, that's fair game. <laughs> yeah. If she was just like, hey, look, you can. Now I do think there's a like you can leave or live with it kind of a situation, which is where she's saying like, okay, you cheated. Do you want to leave me for the woman? No. You want to stay with me, but I'm mad. Okay. So what are you willing to do to make this right? And so now you have to, you have to pay with your pound of flesh. I'm going to go fuck somebody that you got to see every day. If you really love me, you're going to stick around through that. And in exchange, I stick around with what, with what you did. Um, I think that's kind of what the test is. So it's like, you got to do twice as much to 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 prove once you fucked up. It's not one to one. You fucked up at one, so you gotta you gotta take two licks to prove that you're willing that you actually are here for this relationship. Because it's easy to be like, oh, I fuck somebody, you fuck someone. Like, okay, I guess we're even now. And it's like, mm, do you really even love not me? Quite. Do you really want to stay for this relationship? 
I'm 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 gonna need some proof that you really actually want this. So, yeah. man, what's that? Uh, what's the name of that book you recommended to me a long time ago? Um, uh, is it when we talk we talk about often or? No, uh, we haven't talked about it in a while. But uh, uh, I think it was the King James Bible. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> a, a course of love. The course of love. Eater. Yeah, no, we talked we talked about that recently. Yeah, of course, the course of love. Yeah, like that is a great book. I think a lot of people need to um, read it. And even in that book, they were saying like, kind of in a sense, like how unreasonable monogamy can be for most people, like to only have like one sexual partner yeah. for the rest of your life. You know, he kind of explored the the path of what you know, a, an open, not necessarily an open relationship, but you know, kind of like a hall pass could look like mm. through that book. And I thought, I thought that was like very good, you know talking points and you know pretty valid in a sense because monogamy is extremely difficult if you're just getting your your needs met by one person and then especially if if your needs ain't even being met by that one person but you're stuck in this mm-hmm. relationship you can't you go you can't go out and have sex with somebody else if it's if that person is not getting is not uh, meeting your needs and then it's also like this thing of well if she's not meeting your needs if she's not fucking you why don't you ask yourself why start there so it's like yeah, of course. But even when you do have that conversation, like, there's so me? many different. It's always gonna be a new quote. <laughs> I like how you it's, said it like it was the comment section. I said that on the, on a previous episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Like that's yeah, me on a TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you <laughs> definitely did say that. That was and you I, annoying I that nigga Eddie. That was you I annoying know. him. Nigga. He tried to sneak it in like it was like <laughs> like he made it a woman voice like it was a comment. I'm like that was you just so said. Yeah, no, I forgot I said. you said that. I've, and you, and you and both because I was thinking about another comment. From a woman, and I, but I forgot you said it. But you both of y'all are correct. I do agree with that. Yeah, definitely do start with, hey, why is she not having sex with me? Why? What's going on? But there are a lot of things that go into it. That's just that don't make shit so cut and dry. You know what I mean? All the time, mm-hmm. that person could be having like some sort of uh, mental health issues. She might be on medication, and then that's just killing her sex drive. Point blank. Period. You can't just you can't just will yourself out of that and just make breakfast and then like romance your way out of stuff like that. I've been in that situation before. It's no fun. Um, it's And it's hard. You know what I mean? It's difficult. Yeah. But I, my thing, my thing with that is, so I think there's a, I think there's a lot to what you're saying. And I think that like, I want to focus on the needs aspect of it, but I think that a lot of people focus on the sex aspect of it. I think that when I'm thinking about long-term partnership, I think sex is extremely important to me, but I think that's probably the, on my checklist of what I want in a partner, that's probably the easiest thing to get. That's probably Six. the easy. Yeah. That's probably the easiest hurdle to like, get over to like, get through. Like when I think about like, like the kind of woman that like, I see myself like growing old with and like the vibes that we like need and like personality and like temperament and like being able to deal with like my idiosyncrasies and like all this kind of shit. Like I'm thinking like I could find somebody that I enjoy, that I enjoy having sex with like pretty easily. I think that like Man, when I'm thinking about more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and I think that like, uh, you know, on some Tyler Perry shit, I'm, I'm, I'm always going through that 80, 20 <laughs> on monogamy. Right. So it's like, I'm not going to throw away if I find something yeah. that gets me that, that more difficult 80% you know, versus, you know, you know, that 20% that, you know, like I probably could find a little bit more easily, but I do think that if we're looking at the all encompassing needs of stuff, people change over time, you know, like everybody's temperaments aren't the same. I don't need the same things from a relationship that I needed, you know, five, you know, you know, five, you know, 10 years ago. So I think that having that consistent basis of like getting your overall needs met is very difficult. And I think that kind of throws into a, a wrench in that logic of monogamy, but I think too many people focus on the sex aspect of it. Um, and I'm saying that as a person who thinks sex is very important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I mean, look, I'm not a nigga that just need pussy 24 seven every day. Like, so I get it, but feeling wanted and desired is very important. You know what I mean? That's a top level valued, wanted and yeah. desired. I, I do think in that in that situation, I'm a little bit like, if my partner can't have sex because of like a situation that you described, like of mental whatever, whatever, I'm kind of like, do I, I don't really need, I don't, I don't personally, I don't know what where other people are on that spectrum, men and women, but I don't need it that bad. I'm like, I'm happy to not fuck because she's not fucking, you know what I'm saying, or doesn't want to fuck, you know. Like I'm not thinking like, oh, I still need to get that need, man. I'm thinking like, oh, like we as a relationship kind of 
that's that's just not part of the the equation right now and maybe it's something that we need to fix and discuss over time and if we can't fix or discuss it over time then that's a that's a reason to to, to dip on the whole relationship not to necessarily like just supplement it elsewhere um mm-hmm. though i so i so that i said with that said i do agree with your general sentiment that i do think that monogamy is a little bit of a i i support it for logistical reasons i think it makes logistical sense for meeting our emotional needs but it is on paper it's a little bit like you're putting a lot of eggs in one basket this person is your roommate they're your co-financer they're your business partner they're your best friend they're your sexual partner your romantic partner your therapist and the parent of your children and it's supposed to be all those things at a sustainable level all across time and not just that they're meant to meet your needs but they're meant to make you feel as if you meet all of their needs. And if they get their needs met elsewhere for any of those things, then somehow they've done something against you. Um, that on paper sounds just wild as fuck and is not a great plan for anybody. But I think when you add it all up, it, it ends up being, I think, a pretty good plan if you choose it consciously. And the internet says that you're supposed to be able to find that person and like make that determination in a year. Yeah, I'm yeah. Assuming. That's, what, that's yeah. what the internet says. You're the internet know, says three, I should three, know in a in. year. Yeah. Actually, I I mean, if uh, what is it? If if a man doesn't love you straight away, he'll he never will, right? That's that was another thing too. <laughs> yeah, that's that was crazy. Yeah, we, I, well, I had that quote in the topics thing. I don't know if we, we got transition all the way into that, bro. But like, no, cut, we, cut we, we do saying this shit. Cut me we out really saying that. Cut shit. me out saying this. But we transition good as fuck into that one. Boom. Dude, that's gonna be the intro, bro. We we do this shit professionally. <laughs> shit, Wait, this ain't no play play shit. <laughs> um. Yeah, that that to me is wild because I've definitely it's definitely been months, and then I'm like, oh, bitch, I love you. Like I I didn't realize that you know it happens somewhere, but it's not straight away. But the whole the whole like women know if they want to fuck you in the first thirty seconds of meeting you, and men know if they love like all of that stuff. I think is silly, and it's just it's a it's a childish way that men and women both try and rationalize the fact that like sometimes people don't like you at first because you're like not just magically a, some amazing main character that's not how it works right. and i think we all feel entitled that like well i'm the main character of the movie that i'm in so everybody who does like me should love me immediately it's like no they have to get to know you they don't know your internal world you have to share facts and show them yourself and be interesting and provide value and then maybe they'll like you and two sometimes motherfuckers fall out of love with you i feel like people have a really difficult time processing that it's like he he love bombed me he faked like he it's like no he stopped liking you. That's what happens, yeah. man. Like people just people stop liking you sometimes. Girls, guys, like that it just is what it is. So I think we have these like, you know, they're either lying and they know it from the start, as opposed to just understanding, like, no, people just, you know, they have emotions and those emotions change. Pretty no. much. I mean, I've never I've never I've never experienced love at first sight. Of course I I like the girl, like, you know. Like at first sight, on. sure, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, you seem like really cool, like you're pretty, like you, you know. Like the physical requirements of what I'm into, you check that box, and then like mm-hmm. you seem to be into me. So hey, that's even better because I like who like me, and mm-hmm. and yeah, like you know, definitely. Um, like, as you said, like over time, I learn more about you. We have more things in common. We laugh. We have all this stuff going on. Then yeah, over time, love develops. Like I'm, I don't know if they really meant that, like in the literal sense. Like if you, don't I don't think they meant straight like the straight same delay. day. I think they meant like. Like, within that first like month or two quickly, months of y'all dating, crazy. I think they just make that he knows, and I'm like, no, it could take it could take crazy. six months. You yeah, do you, yeah, you agree that it takes can take longer than that? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. There was That's one time it. last year when I thought I was when I thought I was could be falling. Well, where I thought I, if we would if things would have continued and we continued dating, have. I would have thought I, I thought I thought to myself like I'm probably gonna fall in love. Ooh, with this person I'm in trouble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I said yeah. that shit too. Yeah. Said, oh my God. Ooh, if we keep doing this, we uh, this is that nigga was in his journal. Great or, or good. In his feelings journal, he was like, "I need to be accountable for these that. feelings that I'm having. This the, is not alpha." The music from Oisha was playing in the back. This is right. Oh man, love! I we finally found it. Yeah, man. Like I, I have. It takes me a long time to even like people. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I feel like that too. That too. But I like, feel like somebody being hot takes a lot of the like if I if I'm attracted to you, I I think I have like a it's not love but it's like an imagined version of love. Like I I, I yeah. am pretty quick to be like, 
ooh, and then we could do this, and we could go here, and we could do this stuff, and like, oh my god, you might be holding my hand one time. We could, like, I, I definitely am in a match room. Like, yeah, I can yeah. imagine us living together real quick. Which but is, that doesn't which always is real. Happen. Which is real reasonable. My whole thing is like, I mean, like, like, phys- like physical attraction for me. Like, I, like there, there are a lot of women that I see that I find physically attractive. But for me to oh, like. Yeah take that next step like something has to happen like and it and a lot of times for me it's really it's really like benign shit like i say it on like i joke on it all the time and eddie gives me shit about it but like you know like if we're talking about fucking movies and you're just like yeah man fucking like moonrise kingdom was just fucking great man like oh man did you fucking see like uh princess mononoke i love that movie or some shit like that that shit is just like a big deal for me so like little stuff can like start me thinking along the lines of like oh i really like this person we share similar interests that kind of thing 500 days of summer <laughs> she she also consumes media we're soulmates yeah she also, she also likes lupe fiasco's second album oh my god yeah but the yeah, instrumental yeah, like is one of her be... was meant to be yeah the, the instrumental is one of her favorite songs as well wow thank you yo like that's one of my favorite things about like you know talking to people or like when you the whole the overall process of dating to me is a bit taxing in a sense but like when you do find somebody who you have a lot of um, interest in or like conversation flows so well it makes it really worth it it's just kind of difficult to find those people but yeah like I, I, I do love when you do connect with someone and y'all have like similar interests like, like on a very like weird specific topic like yeah. for instance like you know like if she oh my god like she loves the instrument on all Lupe Fiasco second album too like that's my shit like, oh my god, you like fruits baskets? I love fruits baskets. <laughs> you want to come over and watch Wolf's Rain? Oh my god, that's great. Um, Yo, Wolf's Rain had an amazing uh, <laughs> OST. It did, it did. That's nice. Yoko Kano is a beast. And that's that's the takeaway. If you take away anything from this episode, what's the, what's old boy's name? It's a woman, Yoko Kano. That just meant you know old boy in like a, a general sense. Well, she's a beast. Um, well, look. If you out here uh, titting for tatting, you know, on the on the, on the bills and particulars, you know, even though you're not really contributing in the home 50-50, you might be waving a red flag. But at the same time, um, you know, if they leaving the seat up or down or whatever, you might be seeing a red flag. This is Waving a Red Flag podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's been Eddie. It's been Alvin. It's been Josh. Um, join us on Patreon if you want bonus episodes. We make those from all of the, the pre-shows. If you want to come talk to us live, come through, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Like, subscribe, let us know what you think about what we said today, and uh, peace, peace. Be happy, folks. It's a red flag.